as we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. As we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome back. This your boy, Doug. And it's me, that guy, C. And this is Refresh Podcast. What up, dog? How you doing? What's good, bro? Hey, man, ain't nothing, man. Broski, woski. Hey, you know what's so funny, man? Um, Not to start the show off like this, but this is just fresh on my mind. Good old peasky whiskey. But I fucking own you! You own me? <laughs> so... Spoiler alert, uh, I don't know when this is going to come out. I don't know if it's going to be finale time with Stars, uh, Power, Ghosts, but <laughs> yeah, that I'm fucking like, series. I'm like, what? It's like Bruh. out of nowhere. Oh, oh. Bruh, fucking Kane is... Oh, that, oh yeah, that, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't get the. Yeah, I did not get that. You didn't get the. Bruh. I, did, I, did, I did not. I did not know where that came from. I was like, what the hell? I fucking that? own you. I, I, I thought you was talking to me. I was like, nah. what the hell are you talking? What the hell is he talking about, <laughs> bro? Man, that the writing on that show is just crazy. It's phenomenal. I, I just kind of um, phenomenal. So let me see. So by the time, by the time, shout this, out to Courtney. Oh, Courtney Kemp. <laughs> I, I just, I just wanted to say Courtney because I just you got the same name. I, I, you know? I mean, I know where you're going kinda, with that, you, you know. know. But nah, man, the, that, that 50 Cent and, and Courtney and the people over there at Stars, we don't know if 50 Cent is in bed with them. That nigga be going off so much. One day he happy with Stars. The next I, day he's he like, mad. I don't know. I don't know. But don't like, know. whoever is behind the, whoever is the brainchild. Which oh, it's, def- it's definitely Courtney. Which I'm trying to figure out. I like, mean, don't get me wrong. He has a big hand in it, but... I'm saying for the most part, he's giving her so, like creative. So uh, for shows, so for show. shows like that, who would you say is more um, important? Although everybody's important, but who would you say is more important? The writer, the director, or the producer of a show like that? When you think about all the components that come along with that, who do you think like who who who? It's, who? A, it's a it's a collective. I'm just saying, but just I mean, I, w- but who I would holds, say who holds more weight though. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it couldn't happen without the executive producer, which is Fifty Cent, because it's his money. He's the backing. You know what I'm saying? And that's really usually, for the most part, from my understanding, uh, when it comes down to executive producer, that's usually the money. You know what I'm saying? The, um, mo- the money guy. Usually, not all the time, but usually. I don't know what all that entitles. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I don't know everything, but I'm just saying, majority of the time, the executive producer, that's the money person, right? Um, I disagree. I all I, I agree and disagree. Um, I, I believe that that's a part of it, but I also believe that uh, the ex- executive producer is partly responsible for the influence and in bringing in everyone and they may not necessarily have the money to actually, but it, but it could be based off of relationship too. So like if, if, okay. if you're a producer I, I, I and you know this person, I think that this person will be a good person for this particular get, role. It may not necessarily be just based in money because actually the network is the one who's right, actually. Right, right, right. No, 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 I get it. I get so, it. Um, but but so, so, so again, based off what you said, yes, 
Uh, I, I guess I would say 50 Cent then. Yeah, I guess I would probably have to say the, pro- have to the, say the, 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 say the producer because I guess anybody can write. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not shitting Any, on writers. No, I'm not shitting anybody, on writers. Not anybody can I'm not write, shitting on writers. What I mean is, is that anybody can put together a script and write a series and write a story, but that don't mean shit if you don't have nobody who can direct and get the, the right people in place to Correct. actually bring your shit to life. Correct. It's not enough for, and it's the same thing to go with music. It's not enough for you to write a song if you ain't got nobody to sing your shit. Correct. Like there is no usher. Well, there's no usher with a lot of people, without a lot of people. But Come on especially, now. Come on now. You, there's no usher mainly without Diddy and JD. Right. <laughs> so you right. got, Absolutely you know, right. it, 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 but probably, Absolutely but right. probably more, but probably more to JD because he I, wrote them shit. Way more JD. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He wrote them. He shits. wrote them shits. <laughs> and produced them shits too. Yeah, so he 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 getting money hand over fist. I mean, come on, man. But uh, nah, man. I, I just I, Sh- shout out to product of North Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I just I'm I'm heavily I'm heavily into that show right now. That's kind of what I'm watching. Um, I love I love the fact that I love and hate it. Um, we talked about that last week um, on our show, talking about women we can't live with and we can't live without them. Damn but, show can't. But I um. I love um, I, I love the fact that stars keeps you so engulfed and wanting you more and coming back and they release episodes every week. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that regard, they their business model in, in regards to how they get people to consume the content. Um, I think it works because they oh, they will only do two imp- ten episodes a year. You got to yeah. come back the next the next the next year to come back, but. At the same time, it keeps you talking about it the whole week. Whereas Netflix, they will give you them shits all in one whop. Yeah. And that's I guess that's good and, and bad. bad at the same time. <laughs> but but think about this though. Not only do they give it to you every week, once once a week, they give it to you, they give you five shows, then they make you skip a week. Mm-hmm. And then bring you back. So it's like mm-hmm. we're gonna give you five of these things. Pause. Shout out to Cameron. <laughs> Shout out to Cameron. Um, but no, I, 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 I do. But, but you know, then again, you could easily say that about Netflix. They give it to you all in one watch. But like, Pause. by the time you think that you' about to run out of shit to watch on Netflix, um, Here comes some new they shit. come with Netflix is dropping shit like every week. I'm gonna tell you, uh, I actually like the foreign content. The foreign, the foreign. I, I, con- don't get me wrong. No, no, I like it. I just the foreign I, content I, I, I'm is just, I crazy. Can't, I can't focus because I can't. Because I'm not. I don't. I don't you, like the subtitles. What? Well, no, well, no, well, no. What do no, they no, call no, it? No, Dub, not, dubbing over the, the yeah, I, the I voiceovers. Yeah, the voiceovers. I can't, I can't do that. I mean, it doesn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Long, long as you know what I'm saying. The acting is good and the storyline is good. The voiceover shit, I could care about. Was that show on? Was that show on Netflix? Um, with the black guy. Um, what's the show? You put me on the shit. Um, I put you on to so many shows. What, um, what's what you, the show? With the, it was huge on Netflix. They just came out with another season of it. Um, is it the is it the tall dark skin yeah. dude? The uh, the French guy, yeah. African African. Yeah. Uh, was, it's where he's like got all the different. Um, um, yeah, that show. All right, I, I, I can't <laughs> think of the name of it right now, but yeah, I know what you're I'll, talking I'll keep about. it going while you yeah, do your yeah, research. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But no, so I, 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 well, you know what? I take that back because um, the one of the biggest phenomenons that there was actually a few shows on Netflix that kind of captivated us during the pandemic 
one the the first one was um love is blind <laughs> man when that came my, out it was just like right folks was just all on that shit and then the other show um i don't know if you've seen this we probably have talked about this is squid game oh man and and so i'm contradicting myself because squid game is, <coughs> is exactly me. what i hate but i followed that shit <laughs> I followed that shit with the dubbing over the um dubbing over the um the the actual uh I just don't like when your mouth look like it's saying one thing but then you saying something else. I, right, I just can't right, I'd rather right, right. I I'd rather have subtitles. Is this what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. So it's a season three coming. Yeah. Lupin. So yeah. Lupin. Oh, excuse me. Lupin. It's French. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, you know. It's all good. Yeah. I mean, hey, players, fuck up. Yeah. Um, but no, so Squid Game was one of those ones that it was just like, um, I, I just, I was just, the first five minutes, I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make nah, it. that shit good. I'm not going to make it. It gets good. Quick. No, 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 no. It wasn't because I, I didn't think that the show was good. It was oh, just, okay. I don't like consumption, consuming shows like that. I don't. It doesn't keep my attention long because I'm so focused on what your mouth is doing. Pause. And I can't. From, wow. it's, it's difficult for me. It's difficult for wow. me. But That's that crazy. show got me. And so when I started watching Lupine, yeah, um, I was like, damn, this show is like this because when you see the previews, yeah. you don't necessarily know that that's. It's it's a foreign right. it's a foreign show and I was like damn this shit look good but I don't want to be because that's like very very focused watching and no, I'm like I, I, I like to watch a show where it's like if you say what the fuck you look you, like you said that but this is the thing though I, what I will say about that he actually could speak English only thing is the majority of the actors are speaking French so he just speaks French because he's he, that's his native uh, language. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. French. So, you know, well, I mean, you know, it's kind of give or take because he's uh, African mm -hmm. descent. So mm -hmm. he's, you know, yeah. he speak French and then whatever his native language is yeah. as far as his, his parents or whatever. Yeah. And then um, he does also speak English too because he's in some, he's in some, he's actually in some English movies. Ah. Kind of yeah, like yeah, that yeah. nigga Idris, who we thought. Yeah, he's we he's exactly like Idris. Unjust. Excuse me, Idris. Idris is from my bad the UK, and then he's from uh, Paris. Mm. So that's the only difference. So, anyway, I was on a I, yeah. I, I was I was on a, a a brain thing where that just came out, and I fucking own you. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah let's get ready. To get to. Uh, you got so, you, you yeah. got some you got some you got some spiritual uh sustenance for us today? Uh no. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sorry. I I I dropped the ball on that one. I you know, I don't even I don't know what I was doing. I have no idea. Oh man. All right. Well, let but me God uh, is with us. <laughs> all the time and all the time and God all the is time. <laughs> You know what? You 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 don't even have to. We don't even have to go to scripture. We could just we could just we could just kick it like this. God is good all the time and all the time. God, God is, is good. good. <laughs> what does that mean to you? What that means to me is <laughs> that means when I'm up, I am up. You hear what I'm saying? And when I'm down, I'm still up. It's just a matter of perspective. You know what I'm saying? Because. Uh, you have to look at things. You you really have to be cognizant of um, just how many things that are considered daily life for us. Mm -hmm. They're actually luxury. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? They they're not um they're not what do we call them? They're not necessities. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. uh if you go a couple shows back, I was talking about something as simple as being able to choose your meal. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, this is a good segue for what we're going to be talking about today, but still mm-hmm. um you know, something as simple as being able to choose the meal that you decide to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like like I said at that time, you could go in the refrigerator and grab you something if you choose to. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like cooking, you ain't tripping about it. You know what I'm saying? Put something together and bam, bam, bam. But then at the same time, if you don't see anything or you don't feel like cooking, you can get up, get in the car and go pull up at a restaurant and grab you whatever you want to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you can go to the grocery store and buy something else. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You have so many different options. That's a luxury. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being able to do that is a luxury. Um, you know, again, I'm gonna go into depth. In, I'm gonna go in depth with it a little later on. Um, but you don't always. I didn't always have that as an option, mm-hmm. especially as of recently. You know right. what I'm saying? Like literally, only clear liquids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But even still. The 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 um what I what's the word uh as the morning message speaks all the time God is good God is good all the time I had to keep that in that mind frame I had to keep that mindset you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying because even though I could only have clear liquids mm-hmm. I still had to look at it as if you know what somebody on their deathbed they wishing that they could just have clear liquids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at least I know I'm still going to live past that. Right? Right. They might have an expiration date. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Things could be that bad. So, you know, um, we were joking, but even still, you know what I'm saying? That's still a good um, message. Even it, It's not literally in the Bible. We can't go to a particular book and a verse and all of that, but it still holds weight. Mm-hmm. Just as much, just as much weight. You know what I'm saying? So it's all perspective. But still, he is definitely good all the time, and all the time he's good. So, yeah. um, well, yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's obviously cliche. That's something that people say all right. the time. I mean, but right. when you really break it down and look into it, um, you know, the way I look at that as is just, you know, no matter what you're going through, um, things could be worse. Mm-hmm. And exactly. no matter what you think that your level is, and um, I think we talked about this, or maybe we were going to talk about this. Um, everybody's level is their level. And so you got to be able to respect people from where they are right. and be able to meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. But I think that like you have to always um, find ways to understand that no matter what is going on in your life, a day above the ground is always better than a day below the ground. And so I think that that's where I get the concept of how I um you know, how, how that makes sense to me is that God is always good. You can always find in the midst of whatever you're going through, we have the ability to be able to say, wow, I can complain or I could be grateful because it could be worse. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times it's easier said than done because, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. we live in a microwave society and we as individuals, mm-hmm. we're so impatient and we don't want to wait for anything. We don't yep. want to do what it takes. We don't want to do the work to we you want know, that instant gratification, that instant gratification. So um, when we sit down and we say, God is good. God is grace. Thank him. We thank you for our food. Uh, you know, 
Which did you used to pray like that? Yeah, God is good. God is great. We, we, how's God is good? God is great. Lord, we thank you for this plate. You know what I'm saying? That's how we used to we used to kick it like that for real. You know what I'm saying? That was so, uh like uh I want to say that was my good old H. E. Burgess mm-hmm. uh first and second grade days, kindergarten first and second grade. By you know hands we all by oh, his yeah. hands we all shout out fed. shout out to Miss Blackshear. You know <laughs> give us all give us Lord our daily bread in yeah. Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Right it's on, funny, right man, because like now when I pray with my kids, when we when we um are yeah. at the dinner table, they 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 are silly because they they do what I do, which mm-hmm. I didn't think that they was gonna do, but they they're very they're very comedic with their prayers. So like my daughter will be praying, she'll be like, and we thank you that dad doesn't have um <laughs> he doesn't fart anymore, and it, <laughs> we thank you that mom the, like so it's like whatever is going on I at that you. particular moment. So. Yeah. That's funny. But yeah, that's interesting, man. Like uh Hey man, them goals right there. God bro. is good, God is great. Thank you for this plate. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's I, I totally agree with you. So, you know, um, hey man, it's a morning message, y'all. <sighs> well, and that and that actually is a good segue for today's uh top five, top five, top five. Let's get it. Let's get it. So today's top five. Is shit just got real? <laughs> shit just got real. Shit just got real moments. Oh my god! Shit just got real moments. Top five. Shit just got real in your life. You know what I'm saying? So, if you are listening to this, as you're listening to us tell y'all the top five moments that we had in our life where we felt like shit just got real. You should be thinking about those moments that you had in your life, you know what I'm saying, or that you're having. Ho- hopefully, you're not having a shit. It just got real moment, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying. If you are, trust me, you're gonna be all right. Lean on God, and He got you. You know what I'm saying. Just, I remember I told y'all a couple episodes back. You know, just go in the Bible, and you can find something. I promise. Just open it. Whatever you come to, it's gonna lead you in the right in the right path. But uh, uh you want to start it off? Uh, yeah, I can start. I want to hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You started off. I want to hear what you. I want to hear what you got to say. Because <laughs> this is this is gonna be interesting. I'm gonna um, sit back and so and, and enjoy this. So here's my top five. Uh, I don't know it. if I don't know if these are in any type of order. Um, but my top five. Oh, oh shit! Things just got real. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess I'm gonna kind of go inside out, which will kind of explain my lifestyle. But gotcha. Um. The the thing that I the thing that I believe um, is uh, one of the things in my life that I feel the most oh shit things just got real mm-hmm. is when I became a father. Oh, yeah, uh, that would definitely do it. That would definitely <laughs> because do it. that is that is that is the thing that scared the shit out of me the, the most. The most. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I you know you you figured I have been blessed to have this life that I'm responsible for. And I'm now having to, um, everything that I do moving forward is going to be, um, not about you, not about me. Um, and I impact and shape this child's life, um, in the way that I think that they should go. But, Mm -hmm. um, I will never know how good of a father I am until my kids are adults. Which is which is true, so crazy because story. like parents all the time say, oh, "I'm just doing my best. I'm doing the best that I can." 
Um, and you hear that all the time, but then when your when your child, um, grows up and they still have those, um, those, those sayings, and they still have that foundation of why they do what they do. And Mm -hmm. it's because mama used to whip my ass every time. And now I never forget that. Yep. And so now as a, as a parent, I understand that, but I never, I never put it together because I realized that like, wow, like now I understand it makes sense that, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I have this child that I have to take care of and I can't, I can't just, you don't want to drop the ball ball and walk away. Um, because at the end of the day, legally, I am obligated to take care of this person. Absolutely. <laughs> so when I became legally, financially, <laughs> right. So um, when I became when I became a dad, that's when I was just like, oh shit, shit just got real. Um, that's a good one. I like that. Another one was is um, <laughs> this is kind of like crazy, but this is this is this is when I felt this. The first time that I got burned. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Whoa. Pause. I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, man, shit just shit just got real. Um, I, I, it definitely did because I was just like, not me, <laughs> not me. Like everybody remember the first me? time that the first time that they got burnt, where you were just like, you know, this piss is not doesn't feel the same that it <laughs> traditionally feels. I was just like, oh my god, shit just got real, and it got real because. You cannot just you, you can't you can't you can't you can't I'm I'm sorry y'all you can't, that's funny you can't it's not funny but oh it's, it's funny same. now nigga. it's funny it's, now but I'm pretty sure it was not um, funny when you was trying I mean to you piss. can't you can't suffer in silence my guy because you gotta communicate this to oh, someone yeah, you gotta tell somebody I'm just grateful that. This happened when I was an was an adult, so I didn't have to try to explain to my mama why right, I need you to take me right, to the clinic. Right, I just can ask, and you just gonna take me. Right, so um, so yeah, like I I felt like something was wrong, and I went to my doctor, and I was like, I think something's going on, and she was like, All right, well, let's just take a check, let's just take a look, and she pulled out that small ass Q-tip and was like, All right, this <laughs> is gonna, gonna sting, this is gonna sting a little bit, yeah, and I was like, Oh my gosh, um. So yeah, that's when I that was a oh shit things got real. Gotcha. Let's um, go. That the was third, four. Th- that was that was three. That was three. Mm-hmm. I thought that was four. Mm-mm. That was actually um, you sure? That was actually number two. I just said dad, and then when I got burnt. Oh, oh, those were the, that was what, okay. Oh, you starting off from the most? No, I'm just giving to, you. I'm just giving you five because I can't rate these because these okay. are just I, all yeah, just. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Um, Go ahead. So number three um, is uh, when I got married. When I got married, oh shit, shit just got real. Okay. Um, not only did I have, I shared that as the first time. Well, obviously I got married first, then I had the child. But like, of course, you know, people will always say that was the greatest moment of my life when I saw you come out, you know, because right. really, honestly, you know, if you if you if you get married before you have kids, obviously marriage mm-hmm. usually for most people is their happiest moment. Yeah. So when I got married, I was like, oh, shit, shit just got real. She taking my last name. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, like I, I don't want to fuck this up. 
right. I hope I, I hope that I can last uh, at least 20 years, hell, at least five years. Hell, can we make it through a year of being yeah, married? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that was number three moment where shit just got real. Okay. Um, I thought you was, I, I, I ain't mean to interrupt you, but I was, I thought you were rating them, but no, I no, see no. what you're saying. No, you just, you just going down. You're no, just because they're so different. fucking random. Yeah, 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 I no, can't, no, that, that, in this particular situation. That's good. That's good. That's in good. this particular situation, I can't. Put yeah. one over. No, it's no, just, I totally understand. I got um, you. You're good. So uh, number four um, thing that well, actually, yeah. So number four is um, when I graduated high school. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, shit just got real because I was like, no. You felt like graduation was one of those moments. Yes, because I felt like at this particular moment, nigga, what you gonna do? Life is about to get ready to start. You mm. either gonna go to school or you gonna go get a job. You can't, right, right. You can't depend on mama no more. And right. even if you staying at home, you gotta work. Right, so this right. was the first time that I felt like I can't just run to mama to take care of me because at the end of the day, she's trying to, she's trying to shape me into being a man. And I was just like, Oh shit. I'm, this it. I'm 18 now. Like, yeah. you know, it's I ain't necessarily got to stay here and she ain't necessarily got to, you know what I'm saying? Let me. Right, right, yeah. right. Um Damn, that's valid. I ain't even, <laughs> I ain't even know how I ain't even that that didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. That that, that moment. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like when you graduate, you yeah. happy because you like, yeah, nigga, we finished. But yeah, then it's yeah. like I just felt like it was like another milestone and another notch in my belt. That's how I felt. Yeah, but that was a pivotal moment yeah. because now it's just like what you going you got to go to college and in 4 years <laughs> you need to have something to say for yourself because right. either you have a job or you have a degree something and at that point then that's or when you right and at yeah. that point that's when life starts yeah. it's like yeah. it, it ain't the same for dudes when it comes to you being 25 like a, a woman can stay in the it house the until women, she until she hails right till she get married right right um yeah it's definitely not how it is for men is not how it is for women. Yep. Women can always, always, always go home. Yep. Whenever they need to, if they want to, mm -hmm. ain't nobody going to ask no questions. Yep. Ain't nobody going to have no assumptions. Ain't nobody going to look at it a particular way. The perspective is you're always welcome at home. A guy, hell no. <laughs> and then um, number five when shit got real is when a nigga first got some pussy. Nigga, shit got real when I had my first Damn. piece of ass. <laughs> Damn. When yeah. I got my first piece of ass, I was like, oh, I shit. This, this is a game changer. This is <laughs> this is what we've been waiting for. It definitely was this a is game what changer. I've been, this is what I've been threatened in church, in, in, in teen ministry, yeah. in, in, in children's church all these years to not yeah. fornicate. Definitely. Nigga. Definitely. When I first got my first piece of ass, <laughs> nigga, shit got real. Woo. So those are my top five. <laughs> That's a nice top five, bro. <laughs> Damn, bro, you you that's that's so crazy. I, that's why I, I say I couldn't. That's why I say I couldn't rate. Yeah, yeah, rate yeah. It. I just had to just give them to you because I don't yeah, know how. It's to, levels to it. It's yeah. levels to it. So yeah, it's definitely all over the place. But I I totally could see how that could uh could definitely be the case. Mm -hmm. But for me, um, yeah, man, my my list is kind of similar, but. I think we're on a trend of not being, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like not having a similar list right about now. Cause this is uh this this might be week number three. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so my top five shit just got real. Uh and I'm not rating this. It's just all over the place, kind of, sort of. You know what I'm saying? Prom night. Really? Prom night. Senior year prom night. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go to prom any other year, but but senior year. You know what I'm saying? Some people go every year in high school because they, um, they in the class. Uh, 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 what do they call it? That class. Uh, uh, the class. The positions when you when you like the president, vice president. What is that called? I don't know, but like you mean like um what do you call it? Uh damn, the word is escaping me. I know what you're talking about. But yeah, anyway, that that shit. I, I wasn't a part of that shit. So I just was only interested in going senior year. That was it. So in reference to prom night, on prom night, on the way home, I had a car accident. Mm. I um was driving ninety-one Acura legend. I'm talking about, man, when I say clean, 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 mm-hmm. clean, bowling mm-hmm. ball blue with the gold flakes in that thing, peanut butter interior, um, wood grain all through through there. Mm-hmm. My cousin had let me borrow her car for prom night. And she had told me, if you have an accident, please total it. And I'm like, man, cuz, I'm good, man. Stop, stop playing. I used to drive her. I was I I would always um, she would always let me get her car um, to wash it. She would pay me to wash her car. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would go wash the car, detail it, whole nine, all of that, right? And then um, I would be a whole nigga when, it get done, when I get done, and I'm going to ride it around. You know what I'm saying? I pull up on folks, you know what I'm saying, that I knew and stuff like that or whatever, you know, flexing like it's mine, but it ain't. But, um, you know, um, this particular time is prom night, so you know we we done went out, we done had a good time and everything, and I'm on the way back to the house, and at this particular time, I had not, I was an experienced driver, but I wasn't experienced in a few things, and one of the things that I was not experienced with was driving long periods of time, and or. Uh, driving long distances, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't driving a long distance or anything like that, but I had just been physically driving for a long time mm-hmm. because we was all over the place, like, you know what I'm saying, that particular night, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it started to take a toll on me as if I had driven out of town. And so yeah. I was starting to get sleepy and stuff like that or whatnot. And um, instead of me just pulling over and, you know what I'm saying, locking the doors or whatever and just going to sleep and taking a nap... Or, or at least like you know, calling somebody or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think to do that. I was like, no, I can make it. I can make it. You know what I'm saying? And I had just passed my aunt's street because the way where my mom lives and where my aunt lives, it's like the way that we always go. Um, especially at that time, I end up riding by my aunt's house to get to my mom's house. Right. Mm-hmm. Off Welcome All Road, you know what I'm saying? Past past uh Sunrise Trail and I'm connect over to Old Fairburn. Well, as soon as I pass Sunrise Trail, I just I don't remember anything. I just remember all of a sudden. So I wake up and I'm looking out the window trying to figure out what it is. And 
it just dawned on me, oh, them, just the trees, like they just swiping up against the car. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh. So I took the wheel and I immediately turned all the way to the right. So I turned all the way to the right. Now I'm going back across the, the uh, lanes. So now if the trees are on my driver's side, that means I've literally ran all the way across the road on the, on the oncoming traffic. So I'm doing that all over again. As I'm going on the other side, I started to go off on that side. When I looked up, I saw this, uh, I saw this like neon sign. And I was like, if I see, a, if that's neon sign, I'm thinking that's got to be a pole. So I don't want to hit that pole. So I'm going back all the way to the left again. Luckily for me, this particular, well, this particular street is normally traveled at a high rate. It's always get out, get a lot of traffic. And um, it just was early morning at night and there wasn't a lot of traffic. So I was fortunate enough to where I didn't have to worry about that. Um but I ended up going across the road again, and this particular time, I just the way I when I did that, the way I turned the wheel, it made the car stop, mm-hmm. and um, man, I just immediately you know got out the car and was just like, damn, I, I was so scared, you know what I'm saying, and frightened. I I just was in shock at the moment, and then this other car ended up coming up. They was like, you all right, you all right? I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, dang, my cousin gonna kill me, you know what I'm saying? And all I was thinking about was the car. So I immediately, you know what I'm saying, got on a cell phone. And I know it's crazy. Yeah, it's 99. A nigga had a cell phone, but I only had a cell phone for emergency purposes. It wasn't one of those things that I could just use like that. Um, but it was that old school Motorola flip joint, mm-hmm. right? And so I got on the phone, I called, and I was like, yo, I was just in an accident. I think the car is, they was like, you all right? It was like, I was like, yeah, I'm good, but... I don't think the car is drivable. They was like, man, don't worry about the car. We just want to make sure you good. I was like, yeah. And they was like, we on the way. So they came, you know what I'm saying? And luckily enough, you know what I'm saying, I was good. But the only only thing that happened was I jammed my hand. But the fact that um, I jammed my thumb in the process of trying to grab the wheel or whatever. But, bro, when I tell you, I had never been in an accident before. So that was like the scariest thing for me. So Mm -hmm. it was like, Shit just got real. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I totaled that bad boy. So my cousin was like, good looking cuz. <laughs> uh next is my arrival to Navy boot camp. Mm. Man, bruh. When I got off that big ass damn bus and that white dude was screaming at me at the top of his damn lungs, I was like, Oh, this nigga is crazy. <laughs> but even more so, I was like, what the hell did I just get myself into? Shit just got real. Mm. Uh, the next one is when you were a part of <laughs> that one drunk night. <laughs> and if y'all, drunk night. y'all remember episode one, that's the one I'm talking about. Um, After that, I think the... At, I, at a very, very, what's the word, high-quality level, I feel like the next situation was, like, my next uh, most it's, shit just got real mm-hmm. is I don't even know if I ever told you about this, but um, I'm pretty sure I have. But it was that one time that I got a scare about having a baby on the way. So you're having my baby. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought I thought I was about to be a father, but a motherfucker lied. <laughs> like who the fuck lies about having a damn baby? Like this shit is crazy. Like what? Right. But yeah, bro, she she hit me and was like, "I'm pregnant." I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Yeah." I'm like. Stop playing. She was like, no, for real. I was like, she was like, you gonna be a father? I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I was, I already had two jobs. Mm-hmm. I was like, shit, I got a baby on the way. Damn. I got to provide. And I'm like, man, I want mine to have everything that I didn't have and then some. So I'm like, shh, I got to get it. Mm-hmm. So I immediately went into go mode. And I got three more jobs. I had five jobs at the same time, bro. Bruh. Five jobs at the same time Crazy But it's a true story But again Not too long after that I found out That a motherfucker lied So <laughs> Shit had just gotten real Um And then the last Shit just got real Was the Hernia aftermath And That's a good uh, Segue for What we are gonna be talking about today So Y'all will get That story in just a few mm-hmm. So Yeah all right, so that's it for top five. Um, Leave it. Top five, top five, top five. All right, y'all. All right. And so, like I said, that was my top five. Uh, so, we got a guest on the show. And whenever we have guests on the show, y'all already know, we like to get their idea of what their top five is. And so, uh, we got John on the show. John. Go ahead with your top five, boss man. Yes, uh, welcome to the show, John. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that. So talk to the people, man. Tell them what you're working with on your top five and why and how it relates. You don't have to rate it, but if you want to, you can. It's totally okay. up to you. So I guess um, your question was my top five moments in my life. In reference to shit just got real. Yeah. So um first one was the birth of my first child, my first daughter. Nice. I was out there, out there just partying <laughs> hard. Oh like, yeah. Real hard. <laughs> it happens. Come to find out, girl was seeing she was pregnant and that just like changed everything. You know, like, all right. Shit just got real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, definitely, that definitely changed times. everything. Yes, it did. Party changed everything. And and just to go through that whole the whole situation as as far as um her being born and then actually seeing this life that I, I create helped create and it did it changed a lot of um a lot of my, my ways. Cause um, like I said, I had been partying like real hard, hardcore partying, like talking six days, six days a week, hardcore partying, and sleep sleeping one day and then getting up the next day after resting, doing it all over again. Shit. So um, and then she, her birth made me realize that I need to get my life together, and I got got my first real real job at UPS. Okay. Okay. And that that was when I got got high for UPS and yeah, like like I think that whole 
situation as far as getting that job in itself was just uh, was God just looking out for me, saying nice. it's time, you know. Okay, okay, I see you. Yeah, that's 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 definitely um, a series of emotions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that you know you, you go through. So I totally understand that. Right. Yeah. And um, second, I think just going down the line would be birth of child number two. Had been gotten divorced from number one, mm-hmm. married wife number two, and. It was a whole rebuilding process of everything as far as building a life and building with someone. I mean, we were together 15 years. Wow. 15 years, we flipped two houses, mm. had a child, got our, supposed to have been our, um, forever home but then shit hit the fan <laughs> wow a lot, a lot of stuff that can't really discuss on the radio that happened but no you no know, nah, we understand it's all good she, she she was doing some stuff that just got us into a real jam and mm-hmm. you know you know i was a part of it but it was kind of like a silent part of it like i always oh always get always kept was being told that you don't know nothing. I was like, gotcha. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Just, just go. I just went with the flow and then that's how I wound up here in Georgia. Gotcha. The less, was, the less you know, the, 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 right. the better for you. You know what I'm saying? The better yep. for you be. Exactly. I yep. get that. And that, that, that's what led me to Georgia. That, okay. that brought me to Georgia because, you know, you go from building all this, like started out in a house that we paid first house we got we paid ninety thousand for flipped it in two years for 145. okay nice got the second house we paid 250 for that house mm-hmm. two years later flipped that one for 450. <laughs> nice that math, doing that that math is mathing. <laughs> for real that math is definitely math <laughs> and then the third house Three, we were there three years and paid almost seven for it and flipped flip that one for just under a million. <laughs> but I'm in the by, the time, <laughs> by the time the, the situation got all cleared up, didn't really make that much off of that, almost a million. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely another another life lesson as far as... Like, got to be careful. Know your business partner. Right, right, right. Yeah, you get, definitely <laughs> got to know, know your business partner. Even though, you know, even she's she was my wife, but mm-hmm. you still, even if it was a stranger, you still got to know your business partner. So that was definitely a oh, yeah. uh, shit just got real moment because it brought me down here, like, starting from scratch all over again, like, with ground zero. Wow. Wow. So, Man, that's, then, that's big, bro. Yeah, yeah. And third would be little man. Because who would have thought that I would be in a situation where I would actually um, be in a position to have another child? Because I wasn't really thinking about it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, 
situation happened and you know because you know the person <laughs> right 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 <laughs> it, right i got now 60 years old i got a three-year-old <laughs> So say, 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 say that one more time. Say what? Uh, what happened? Six, 60 and I got a three-year-old. Ooh, that, boy, <laughs> that boy stroking. That boy be stroking. So I remember the, the, the when we found out that she was pregnant, her first her first words were to me, her first words were were I didn't think that your soldier would still be marching. Oh, so that's man. <laughs> I take care of that's myself. Funny. Yeah, man. You yeah, can't man. say that, it man. Marching strong. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out that, here. That's that's real right there. And it's funny because when you told me how old you was, bro, when we first met, I was like, uh-huh. this nigga lying through his <laughs> through his damn teeth. But boy, I I I really you showed me ID. I was like, damn, this nigga is not playing. <laughs> for real, for real. But yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> still, I tell people they don't believe it. Still, Bruh. like I, my my trainer, the gym I go to, he's he's amazed because his father's the same age. I think he's like a year older than me. Just turned sixty two. I'll be sixty one in August. Mm-hmm. And he says that he can't believe it because. I have got like three times the amount of energy and mm-hmm. and will that his father has. He keeps trying to get his dad to get out there and be more active. Right. But it just don't have it. I man, see that's crazy. Too, much, too, too much to live for not to be active. Oh yeah, man. Definitely. Definitely, man. And and don't get me wrong, black don't crack, but it's all still a matter <laughs> of, you know what I'm saying, you, you having to do the necessary um, due diligence and take care of your body, man. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? That's what this whole show is going to be about. So I, I totally get what you're saying. That's that I agree with you 100%. Right. For sure. And I think number four would be losing my mom. Mm. Like she passed in, it's been 10 years, 11 years now. It'll be 11 years next month. Wow, condolences, man. Yeah. Yeah, condolences. Dang, man. Like, we had just, we had just begun to start rebuilding our relationship. It was strained because of all the things that I was going through. And then, mm-hmm. and, um, she just got, um, she got to a point where she was, had, um, Heart failure. Mm. She had lupus, which she was recovering from. Okay. And diabetes. Oh, so wow. She, wow. She got to the point where she was going to the dialysis. She's going twice a week. And she was in the hospital just about every other month. She'd get better, start feeling good, and all of a sudden she had another setback as far as uh, her sugar levels and stuff. And then get home, get a whole bunch more prescriptions and and it was just it was hard trying to do to, to you know dealing with that, you know, as far right. as seeing her like that. Oh no, definitely, definitely. It's understandable. It's um that was one of the wake up calls I had also as far as to take even better care of myself. Right, like, right, right, exactly. I became vegan t- ten years going on eleven years ago. Oh, and so that was the that, same time that you, that yeah. was the same time frame. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, um, Man, that's was, powerful. Yeah. 
And um, I think that gave me even more so, um, more of a will to um, to want to take care of myself and not to to be in that positioning because I just the the amount of prescriptions that she had is like every time she went to the doctor they gave her a new prescription. Damn. And it was it's crazy how they pushed these drugs on everybody. And, right. And like, kept I'm still to my say I said I don't want to 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 live like that. Well, you depending on a drug just to um just to feel better. Right, right, right. And <laughs> you know, or just just to live. Yeah, man. Like I was recently I went to um, a cardiologist and set my blood pressure size. So they gave me it's a low dosage low dosage on for um high blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm a human and I'm, I'm gonna take it, but I'm still gonna go to the gym. Don't tell me that I can't go to the gym because I'm going to the gym. <laughs> right, right. And um, there was a woman in front of me, in a, um, you know the um the carts. Okay. They have at Walmart. Mm-hmm. The little go carts to go shopping with. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the little yeah. motorized joints. Mm-hmm. So okay. she pulled up to kind of picking up a prescription up because she, she was there with a daughter, I guess, and I guess they left the prescriptions. I had to come back, and the pharmacist took out 25 prescriptions out of the bag, showing her what she had in the bag. I'm like, yes, that ain't, that ain't, that, that's, I counted every bottle. It was 25 bottles she took out the bag and put back in the bag. I said, that is, that's not a way to live. No, no I'm, like, I'll pass on that, bro. Yes. 25? Like, it was 25, bro. I was like, God. Shit. I mean, it was like, some of that stuff's got to be canceling the other out. You can't right, that all right, that, right. You can't. It's all not, that it's not even take, possible. Right. It can't be doing you good. You just can't. It's like I, I just, I'm, I'm baffled that people don't seek, you know, other alternatives as far right, as right, right, holistic medicine or something like right. that. Yeah, holistic or just being more active or mm-hmm. anything else besides depending on bottles of pills or keep you going that's like crazy Definitely. crazy crazy it's like you 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 become a slave to just just that yeah that's real and not not being able to enjoy your life yeah you know that's it, number yeah. five I number five would say is being able to buy my own house by myself Okay. Wow. The other houses, the other houses that I had, you know, I had someone, I had a partner, and you know, I had the wife, and you did, you did that together as far as working and setting a goal to you right. know. And you say you bought the last one by yourself. This one here, I'm in now. Yeah, by myself. What? Hey, man, we gotta so, clap it up for that. That's <laughs> how I don't like that, man. Saves for seven years. It was I saved for the down payment. Okay. And, didn't think that I'd be able to do it, but was able to. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's possible. It's big time. It's big time. Yeah. Man, man, that's powerful, man. That's yeah. powerful. Yeah. Man, that's, um, yeah, that's definitely a shit just got real moment right there. Yeah, it's because it's all me. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't, I had nobody saying if I'm short, on mortgage or short on electric bill that I got nobody but me. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And that's it's why the shit just got real. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, man. That's crazy. Well, um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to transition into uh, TBT and today's 
TBT is going to be about no test, no testimony. No test, no testimony. Um, basically, this is a show that uh, we want to basically take the magnifying glass and put it on the topic of men, specifically black men, being more aware of what's going on with their bodies, going to the doctor, and just being um, better men in general because without better health, you can't be a better man. Right. If you're not working mm-hmm. on your health, if you're not working on, you know what I'm saying, if you're not on a first name basis with your physician, you, you, you're you doing yourself a disservice. You know what I'm saying? You need to know who your physician is. You need to be on a first name basis with them. You need to have have a, have a phone number on speed dial. Um if you're a veteran, you need to have um, ID me on your phone or you need to have my healthy vet. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you're a, if you're a civilian, uh, you know, and, and you got insurance company or whatever, you need to have your insurance company on speed dial because it's a real thing. The more in tune and the more familiar you are with these things, the more better off you're going to be in the event that you have a situation where your health is in the balance. You right. know what I'm saying? So, um, man, John, we really appreciate you for coming on the show. And um, we just wanted to give you the opportunity and the platform to be able to tell your story because so many men that are that are your age um, probably know somebody or themselves have probably experienced something similar um right. and they might not have had that that uh, uh what's the word I want to use they might not have had an experience where it was it was better because they might have caught it at, a, at at on the back end where it was too late or something like that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying whereas you caught it on the front end because you are so in tune with your body and you you take care of yourself you go to the gym you take vitamins you take supplements you know what I'm saying you you watch your diet as far as being vegan is concerned and mm-hmm. all of these things so it was a much better um situation for you but we wanted you to be able to tell your story as far as you know what I'm saying what your experience was so you go ahead and talk to the people man and tell them you know what I'm saying? What you experienced and, you know, just like, you know what I mean? This, you're in a safe space and you're allowed to be as vulnerable as you want to, but at the same time, no judgment, no anything. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, tell your story, man, as far as um, you being a 60-year-old man and having dealt with uh, prostate cancer. Yeah, I think um, never really concern me when I'm talking thinking back like younger talking about like my 30s or so when I first actually um, had that first prostate exam you know that that dreaded exam that everybody seems to not want to do but um, it's it's for your own good (laughs) I mean it's a little uncomfortable having it done Mm mm-hmm 
And for those who don't know, is that Doctor puts that rubber glove on some lube, and he starts feeling, <laughs> he starts feeling around in your butthole, up in that ass. You know, how that, how that, how big, or if the prostate is actually enlarged, and you know, it's amazing that it's it can be felt so close wow. in that area. Wow, it's like they could tell even with that's even without having the um PSA the blood test done. Wow. And, um, you know, when I got the first, my first actual PSA for the blood test, the, my levels were elevated. So my, my physician, Dr. Felicia Andrews okay. is on speed dial. Okay. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. She, um, she recommended that she said my, it was just elevated and just, she said, just as precaution, I want you to go to a urologist. And went to the urologist and, um, you know, he did the same exam first. And then we set up for the next exam where they actually did um, core samples, which is painful. Okay. Very painful the way that his practice does it. And I had it done there twice. Let, let, me, so, let me ask a question because I know some people mm -hmm. out there might not necessarily be familiar, um, you know, just for transparency. Sure. What, what exactly is a urologist? Urologist is a doctor that specializes in your prostate and your penis. Okay. So everything that involves your penis and your prostate, he okay. is the go-to guy. Gotcha. Mm. And um, they um, do and know everything in that area as far as a good urologist will not recommend you to any other urologists, whereas they do everything in-house as far as treating prostate or doing prostate recommending or doing prostate surgery or if mm -hmm. you treating um, ED, like, you know, um, erectile dysfunction. Okay. Treating um, any type of urinary infection you might have or just any, anything that keeps keeps your stuff working they take care <laughs> gotcha <laughs> gotcha you know but um as far as the tests um concern is the core sample is the one it's they actually use a device that they stick inside of your rectum and there's actually a machine that punches and takes samples of your prostate are you let me ask this are you under any anesthesia when this is going on the first two times i had it done was local which wasn't painful but it's painful so you My, can feel it but not as much as right okay i got you okay and um both times i had those they were in span of those two were done in a span of a three year time span where the f first the initial one my PSA levels had elevated and then kept monitoring it then I did the regular blood um, blood sample PSA that had gone down just a little bit but they still wanted to monitor so I went back again for the second one mm -hmm. and it was still basically the same 
levels. And then that's when I decided to get a a third, a second opinion, I'm sorry. Second opinion, basically, he went through everything very thoroughly, a lot more thoroughly. So, so if you do go get a PSA, you're not happy with the doctor or the results that your doctor's giving you, mm-hmm. I definitely recommend getting a second opinion. Okay. And, um, because the first doctor I went to, he wanted to do prostate surgery immediately. Wow. To me, it just didn't seem right. Whereas um, I still had function of my um, penis fully. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> and I still still had um, control of my urine, like pissing. And I had no problems, you know, going to the bathroom as far as that. My, I wasn't waking up at night constantly. Mm-hmm. I hadn't had any problems like straining because that's another symptom. If you're straining to go to the bathroom, like on your regular, mm-hmm. that's one sign that you might have elevated PSA. Okay. And, um, also, so I want to make sure I want to make sure that they that that I'm understanding and that people are listening and they be able mm-hmm. to understand as well. So you're saying that some of the symptoms of having prostate issues is frequent urination. Yes. So, oh, wow. so say nighttime, like you normally, you know, normally you'll go to bed before you pee. You might wake up once, mm-hmm. but if you have prostate issues, you'll be up three, four, five times a night. Wow. Yeah, because you'll be constantly like it'll either the prostate swells or pushes on a certain part of your um urethra, and mm-hmm. it's causing the bladder to push as well, causing you to feel like you gotta go to the bathroom. Gotcha. Okay. Dang, so man. I didn't really have those issues and um which was, you know, that would have been a telltale sign. Yeah, you got prostate issues. Let's go and see mm-hmm. what we can do further. But so I really didn't have those those type of issues early in the beginning when I first, you know, started going through the process of really monitoring it. Okay. And then uh, the, like I said, the, the second doctor that I went to, he was very, um, very, um, how would I say the word? I guess he was, he's very passionate and he knows um, as far as he took his time as far as explaining the whole process of how prostate cancer starts. It's hereditary. Oh, and, okay. Uh, okay. One out of ten, one out of ten black males have prostate issues. A lot of them just don't Don't know it, okay, or they do know it, and then they wait till it's too far, too far gone, and it can be either death or just the treatment is a lot worse if you don't catch it in time to do something about it. Wow. And because of my healthy issues, because I am healthy, mm-hmm. treating treating it, treating what my level of the PSA elevation was, was medication or chemo was not recommended because the effects of the chemo and the medication mm-hmm. would have put my body in a physical state that would be 10 times much more than... It would have been um, worse. Have to recover. Would have been made me worse. Gotcha. So they only really recommend. So that's a key thing that anyone who's concerned about is if you um are not 
elderly, don't let them give you medication or suggest chemo unless it's to the point where the cancer is just spreading out through your body. Because uh, a rapid pace, right? Gotcha. So a good urologist won't recommend the chemo mm-hmm. or won't recommend the medication that is so strong unless it's to the point where you're older and it's that's the only way to prolong your life for a short period of time. Gotcha. Wow. So I was going to ask you, um, so where, where, where was your mind at? Where was your headspace at when you were kind of dealing with all of this? Because I would imagine that physically, um, you may not necessarily have known or been able to, um, understand what was going on, but then you have to almost deal with the, um, the reality is that this is what's happening. I know I have this diagnosis and Mm -hmm. now I have to mentally push through because, I would imagine that that's probably the the second most difficult part about it is to 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 sit in it and uh, right. uh, other than knowing you, you know your body is 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 telling you what's going on but then mm-hmm. sitting in it sometimes is just as worse just thinking about it. Yeah. Some um, cuz you know because of the way um because of how active I am Mm-hmm. Not just not just active like living every day, but physically active. You know, had a the woman I was with at the time, mm-hmm. which were no longer together, thirty years younger than me. So, you, so my my sexual life was extremely busy. Wow. <laughs> like like that was nonstop. Hold, hold on, I but, just I just want to make sure that, <laughs> that the folks heard what you said. You sixty, and the woman that you was with is thirty years younger than you. Yes. Younger, yep. She's thirty years younger, so that's um. My I, little man. I, I was I was joking talking about you be stroking, but you damn sure do this shit. <laughs> so, I guess, it was. I guess in the beginning, it was more so an ego thing. Cause okay, now you're gonna lose this you lose this function for a period of time. Okay. And like, I will, and then that kind of ease off and it said well wait a minute it's not a matter of losing functionality as far as being able to be sexually active now it's a matter of okay if this is not done that my lifespan could end in three to five years wow and um thankfully the 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 cancer when they removed the prostate did verify that it was cancerous and that really he you really can't tell how far or how much the cancer is going to advance as far as that but he did say that them every the amount of cancer there that years if nothing was to be done about it would have spread throughout my body you said through your upper body through yeah, through your whole body, it was just oh, through, wow. yeah. So it's like it's a area that, from my experience, is just like it. It spreads very slow, and then one day it could just spread rapidly. Gotcha. Because and if you're not, especially if you're not health conscious, it could just just spread and just take over, and that's that's where that happens when there's um, most of um males get it when they're older gotcha. which is why they do the chemo when 
someone who has a elevated PSA or prostate cancer, they do the do the chemo because at that point when it starts spreading that rapidly, removing the prostate is not gonna do anything because it has already spread. I see what you're saying. Wow, man. Oh. That's amazing. What? So yeah. they um so I remember you telling me you said that they said that you had that you that they felt like surgery was the thing that was gonna rectify the issue over it being chemo. And so as far as the surgery, how did that go and how have things been for you um, on the back end? The back end, they got all the cancer out. So it was all in the prostate. Nothing spread anywhere else. So I'm 100% cancer-free. Wow. Got, yeah. So oh, yo. That, that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, what I'm talking that's, about. That's the blessing from going from, you know, that doubt about having the surgery and living three to five years mm -hmm. or now it's gone. You just added 20 years to your life. Man, man. <laughs> you know? And that's, and that's all from being able to um, say that you're in tune with your body, you're in tune with your diet. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you familiar with your physician you know, you you go to, in, to your checkups on a regular basis. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? We got to, as black men, we got to stop being so scared to go to the doctor. Like the doctor is a safe place. It's, exactly. it's a place where. It's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's good, man. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you was able to tell your story, man. And man, just shout out to you, man. Because I'm going to tell you something, bro. Like. When you when you hit me and told me that, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I got to check on my guy. You know, you always hit me up, checking up on me. You always making sure, you know what I'm saying, you um, support me with the different things that I be having going on and stuff like that. Just, you know, motivating each other. To, and I've always been a fan of Iron Sharpens Iron. And mm -hmm. we we definitely had that type of a relationship. So I just really appreciate you for just being that guy. No you know what I'm saying? Um, some people... Some guys, you know, they not they don't really have older guys in their corner like that. You know what I'm saying? I've never been that type of guy to, to disregard what somebody older is telling you. And you know what I'm saying? I'm only 42, but we bonded in a way where it's like you was like my older brother or like my uncle or something right. like that. But we just had such a good rapport with each other. So I just was like, man, I always I can't never not check on you and never can't I can't never not support you on what you got going on and you know what I'm saying be there for you. So man, I just appreciate you for coming on the podcast and telling your story, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's it's so. powerful because now that these people have heard uh the different symptoms to look for, um, and ways of being able to um catch things on the front end you right. know, there maybe this could help. The, this conversation could help somebody. You know what I'm saying? Um, be and do better. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what this yes. is all about. You know. Mm -hmm. So, man, I really appreciate you for coming on the show and you know telling your story, man. Because at the end of the day, it was all a test, and you passed. So now you got a testimony, bro. Exactly. Man, thank exactly, you, bro. Thank bro. you. Of course. Well, man, we're gonna let you go, bro. And man, listen, you anytime you got anything you want to talk about. You know, you're more than welcome to shout out, to reach out to us and let us know. And, man, we'll be here for you. You know what I'm saying? All right. Appreciate that. Definitely. Appreciate, man, appreciate you for coming you. on, man. Of course. Anytime. You know it. All right. One. All right. All right, y'all, man. We appreciate you guys for, um, you know, just rocking with us the way y'all do. Um, so my homeboy, 
as you heard, you know what I'm saying, 60 years old, man, still out here getting it, still out here making things happen, moving and shaking, and you know what I'm saying, I just feel like his story was such a beautiful story that could, you know what I'm saying, help so many people in so many different ways. Um, my story, it didn't involve cancer or anything like that, um, but it was definitely an eye-opening experience. Um, you know, I I had to have a hernia surgery uh, back on, let's see, what was that, March the 23rd. You know, they had told me, they was like, man, you got a hernia, you got a, um, you got a cyst inside the hernia canal, and we want to go ahead and get the cyst out, kind of make sure that things aren't cancerous or whatnot. But, um, you know, how you feel about that? And I was like, let's let's do it. Let's go ahead and knock it out. So that way, you know, I'm the type of person, anytime I'm faced with anything, I usually like the type of person that just like, I'm a face uh, adversity head on. You know what I'm saying? I always been that type of person. Like anything I put my mind to, I could do it. I can accomplish it. It's, it's nothing to me. Um, I had that mindset early. So that's that's always been my mindset and still is. So, you know, um, had the surgery. Everything went through good, flying colors. Initially, they told me that they was going to keep me overnight. They didn't keep me. They was like, nah, you good. I was like, I right, bet. So I went to the house, you know what I'm saying? So I um, I ended up having to, uh, the next day was a cool day. You know, I was in a little pain or whatnot. But, you know, I was um, at my aunt's house, you know. She looking out for me and everything. Everybody, anybody know me, know me and my aunt. She, we, we, we real close. So, you know, I just kind of like wanted to be around her, you know, things of that nature. And so um, the 25th came. It was two days later. It was a Saturday. It was, it was, a, uh, it was like a Saturday or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so it's the 25th. And for some strange reason, like I could not. I ended up like my stomach wasn't was it wasn't hurting or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I just didn't have an appetite, which was weird to me because they was like you can be you can eat whatever you want to eat, you know, just be be mindful. And I'm like, all right, cool. They was like, you know, um, it's normal for you not to have an appetite. They was like, you know, they gave me they prescribed me some stool softener and stuff like that. But you know, the stuff that I that they was prescribing me, you know, you got to eat in order to be able to take it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. So, um, I go to try to eat so I could take this medicine. Next thing I know, I'm like throwing up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, maybe let me, let me just chill for a minute. Right. So I'm chilling. And then not maybe, maybe like an hour or two went by and then I throw up again. I'm like, dang, like what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so I'm thinking maybe just... I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm just gonna not, I'm not gonna eat today. You know what I'm saying? And I ended up throwing up again. So that was the third time. So I'm just like, man. So I told my mom. So my mom, she reached out to me. She said, I'm gonna come over there. I'm gonna, I got some stuff that I'm gonna give you. It'll keep you from throwing up. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. She was like, you know, it's probably that medication you're taking and all of this. And I'm like, nah, I mean, I ain't took no medication because I, I gotta eat to take the medication. I can't keep anything down. So I'm not taking it. She was like, well, um, it's probably you You just need to eat And I'm like Mama I done tried it It ain't working Like for real mm-hmm. So she comes over You know She give me some Peppermint Cause I'm not sure If y'all know But peppermint Will keep you from Throwing up If you're nauseous 
Um, if you eat mm. some peppermint, you suck yeah, on some that. peppermint a little bit and 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 bite it down. Once you get it in your system, um, I forget what the active ingredient is, but something happens and you end up not being able to throw up. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. At the same time, she was like, I got some ashwagandha. She's like, take this supplement. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I take the ashwagandha and then I follow it with the peppermint. So I'm sitting there and literally probably about 30 minutes went by. Mm. My stomach starts going crazy. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. Next thing I know, I'm like, I just started feeling really, really hot. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what, let me go to the bathroom. So then I'm thinking I'm going to go to the bathroom, but I'm not going to. I'm thinking that I'm going to dump, but I'm, it, it, that wasn't what happened. I get up and everything just comes out. Boom. And it's the ashwagandha. Mm-hmm. And so my mom is like, that's good. That's good. You getting that stuff out of your system. And I'm like, no, it's the ashwagandha. I ain't had nothing in my system. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah. So she's, I'm like, that's the fourth time. They said if I throw up over three times, then I need to come to the ER. So she's like, call the, call the nurse line. I called the nurse line. got them on speed dial. Boom. She's like, yeah, um, you know what? You need to go to the ER. So I'm like, all right, cool. So my mom comes over. She drives me to the ER. So I get to the ER. I'm there. I'm telling them what's going on. They're checking me in. I'm cool. Now I tell now while I'm checking in, I'm letting them know, like, y'all, I'm kind of nauseous. Like, y'all got anything for me? They was like, yeah, we got this little bag. So they give me this little bag. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm spitting in the bag whenever I get, you know, that feeling or whatever. Um, so I'm there probably like a good 30 minutes. They quick on everything. I'm at I'm a veteran, so I'm at the VA hospital. Shout out to VA um um uh, MC, you know, they they Man, they the truth. You know, I don't know what anybody else's experience was, but my experience was a good one. So um, everybody was on everything quick, fast, and hurry. So I'm there or whatever, right? And so I'm in. They they get me back. They check my vitals and all of this stuff, and they end up running some tests. They like we need to get you. Uh, we need to go and get you a, a X-ray done. So they go do an X-ray because they're looking at my chart and they like they see that I just recently was in for surgery and I'm like yeah I, I don't know what happened but I just I'm been I'm throwing up and I can't stop throwing up so they're like all right cool so in the process of them waiting to take me to go to get the x-ray I start throwing up they like yo oh he he this is really bad we it's something going on so they end up I end up throwing up they end up sending me over to the to the x-ray come back they like oh we know what's going on you got to have an emergency surgery tomorrow. I'm like, a surgery? They're like, yeah, you got to go back under the knife. I'm like, dang. They didn't tell me what specifically was going on. They just let me know the process. So they went ahead, admitted me. Um, Next morning, I'm down there, you know what I'm saying, for surgery or whatever. They tell me what they're going to do. they like, we're going to go in. You got a blockage, so forth, so on. Now, initially, they had told me if I had a blockage, like how they were going to do everything. But I'm thinking... You know, it's one thing, but then they got in and it was something totally different. So on the back end, had the surgery, they come and they tell me, so out of 2% of the population, you have what is called a mecal diverticulum or had. Well, when we saw that you had that, we went ahead and removed that 
And while we were in, we saw that your hernia was healing well and it's small enough. So we was like, we'll, we'll, we'll do you a favor. We took the mesh out because normally they prepare hernias with this mesh um, that they put inside your uh, abdomen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, they removed that. So they, because they didn't want that to be a potential um, blockage, because sometimes a uh, bowel can get stuck to the mesh, and so um, they removed that and they removed the the meckle and they reconnected everything and then they sewed me up. So she's like, "Well, we want you to start walking, get your bowels moving, things of that nature." And I'm like, "All right, cool, man." I ended up being in that place from the 25th when I went in there to check in at the ER to being in there all the way through to the April the 14th. Mm. When I tell you, I don't know if anybody has ever had to have an, ex- an, an extended stay in the hospital, but it's not a comfortable situation. Um, a lot of things tend to end up being a, a um, byproduct of you being there. So I started to have like... I don't know if it was a rash or it, what it was, but, um, you know, whatever it was, it was systemic. And, you know, it was just like all of my back, my legs, you know what I'm saying? Like literally everything was just peeling. And they were like, you know, it, that's a reaction that tends to happen when you have extended stay. And I'm like, yo, I'm I'm trying to get better about, you know, having a hernia situation. And then I end up while I'm there, to the sec, the what was it, the twenty eighth or something like that. Mm-hmm. They ended up coming in and they're like, "Yo, um, you're not going to the bathroom. You're not passing gas. What we need to do is we need to put this tube in." And I'm like, "What tube?" They're like, "This is an NG tube. This is what we're gonna do." I'm like, "Okay, cool." So when they tell me they're gonna put this tube in, I'm thinking that they're gonna put me under anesthesia and put it in, right? Mm-hmm. These people came in it was these two african guys they came in and they're like okay we're going to put the tube in you got to put the tube in your nose he's going to he's going to feed you the ice chips you're going to eat the ice chips you're going to swallow while you're swallowing i'm going to put it in i'm like uh you're gonna do what he's like yeah bro i'm gonna put it in your nose i'm like i'm like um uh okay so when he does this now, I don't know if anybody recently had the COVID test or you had the COVID test. If you remember about having the COVID test, they only go so far up your nose. Now, it's a very, very far distance up your nose and it's extremely uncomfortable. You're going to like tense up and all of that. Well, just imagine somebody going a little bit further and then they keep going. So if you know anything about anatomy your nose and your mouth are connected. They go so far up your nose, they start to go down your throat. And so that's exactly what this tube did. So the guy, he's jamming it in, and the other guy's feeding me ice chips. And I promise this is like the most violating pain I've ever felt in life. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I toughed through it, got it got it in. They was like, man, you took that like a champ. And I'm like, in my mind, I felt like a little girl. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole... Little girl, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's crazy. But I was literally like crying everything. And, bro, when I tell you, like, then now the tube is in. It's down my throat. So now, on a, like, over time, 
your throat is like getting really dry. You want to drink some water. You can't have water. You can't have anything. Mm -hmm. So literally for the next like week and a half, two weeks, I didn't eat. Wow. Yeah. I and it's like, that's a super crazy experience, bro. Like you can't, you, you imagine watching TV forever how many hours in the day that you decide to watch TV and every other commercial is food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I had no appetite, but when you think about it, you're like, you just want to be back to normal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it's like, this is, um, it's almost like it. I'll tell you what it feels like. If it, it almost felt like I was in some type of portal Mm -hmm. And just time stood still. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you remember, I remember us having a conversation. You was asking me, like, oh, you remember such and such? And, such? and I'm like, no, nah, I don't remember that happening. He was like, oh, that's right. You was in the hospital. I'm like, oh, damn. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I just literally shut outside off because I didn't want to think about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just was trying to face whatever it was that I was going through. Mm -hmm. And this funny thing, one day while I was going through the whole situation, on the whole little experience or whatnot, um, the chaplain, he comes around like a certain amount of time every day or whatnot. And he had um, this uh, daily devotional. It was called In Touch. I'm not sure if you're familiar, but mm -hmm. so he had this In Touch. It was for the month of April or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, let me get one. He's like, you want one? I'm like, yeah, let me get one. You know, I'm a believer. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to read this. This going to motivate me, you know, things of like that. So, the funniest thing was, uh, I get the devotional. I didn't read it that first day. Didn't read it that second day. I think I read it that third day. So the day that I read it, when I read it, if you remember this, we had just recorded like what our eighth show. Mm -hmm. I promise the first five days, five is the number of grace. Anybody know me? Know I'm big on numbers. The first five days was every single Bible verse that we did for the uh, morning message on the show. So for the, like the first five episodes, mm -hmm. that's what the morning, that's what the, the, the verse on the daily devotional was. Wow. I didn't know that. Like what, what's the irony in that? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I felt like when I read that, I was like, Oh, this is a test. This is a test to see how dedicated that I am to, you know, I didn't know what, but I was like, okay, so I'm going through this probably not for me, but for somebody else. Right. And, you know, I always tell anybody and everybody when we have conversations, depending on what we might be talking about, I feel like different things that we experience in life, especially those moments where you feel like shit just got real. Mm -hmm. These are moments not for us. But there are moments for somebody else. We just got to go through it so we can tell somebody else how to get through it. You know what I'm saying? And or be that motivation and inspiration for them that they might be going something through something that's as that's similar or as or um, equally as um, um, as drastic of an experience. You know what I'm saying? That they just like, OK, I can if they if they're able to do that, then I could definitely do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, that was really my mindset. And so those three, um, Bible verses, man, um, my help comes from the Lord Psalms 121, um, verse two, uh, Psalm 68, 
19, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of my salvation, uh, Selah. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. Those three Bible verses, bro, I repeated those back to back to back to back to back as I was taking my laps when I when they were like, they wanted me to walk. And mm -hmm. I would just get up and just start walking. And, bro, when I tell you that was like my light at the end of the tunnel. And, man, you know, I was able to push through that thing. And, you know, uh, I still got this IV pump in, but it's supposed to come out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited about that. Um, and hopefully at that point, you know what I'm saying, I'm literally back to normal. But um, it's definitely been a journey, man. So yeah. from March the 23rd, when when everything initially started to, you know, happen, mm -hmm. um, to now is what I refer to as the hernia aftermath. So um, that's what I was referring to in the whole top five um, shit just got real because it definitely felt like it had got real literally because everything was based off of me being able to go and go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I felt like I was like, that just felt like this was a thing that, you know what I'm saying, needed to talk about. So I feel like men, we need to be able to, again, like I said, on my when my boy John was on, we need to be more in tune with our bodies. We need to be more in tune with our health. We need to be... Um, more familiar with the numbers that we need to be able to call for our insurance companies for um our physicians and all of that you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying your 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 um primary care provider all of that all right so um yeah man i appreciate those stories man um those testimonies um when we were talking about the idea of how we were going to set this show up um initially i was a little hesitant just because um i know a lot of times like you know when when we as black men have the opportunity to talk about things that go on in our lives we're a little hesitant um we're a little close close to our chest when it comes to things mm -hmm. um i will say man like you know i i have um i have been i i have been blessed to to um to 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 sit and just listen to you guys talk about y'all testimonies, man. For me personally, I haven't necessarily um, had something um, that that difficult to deal with. I oh, mean, but I, you you've had a test and you got a testimony. So, well, I mean, I mean if I've you had, want to talk about that. I mean, I mean I've had I've had I've, I've had different different. Uh, uh, I've had a few tests and I have a few testimonies. Um, I, I guess my biggest thing, man, is. Um, you know, what you guys were talking about, it definitely resonated with me because that is something that um, I am very guilty of. I don't go to the doctor as much as I need to go, really? um, as much as I should go. Um, mm -hmm. And that's just because um, my experiences with going to the doctor has always been very annoying because, you know, I haven't always found the, I, I had a good physician when I was younger. And then as I got older and moved to a different side of town, trying mm -hmm. to figure out, you know, when you get that one physician that you feel super comfortable with, yeah. then you feel more inclined to go to the doctor. Um, and you know, you know, for the last couple of years, doctor's visits have been more so physicals yeah. and always just very, just basic checkups to just see yeah. what's going on because, um, you know, the weight room is this like sometimes you spend two, three hours in the doctor's office and I'm very big on customer service and oh, communicating. Yeah. And so when people just kind of keep you waiting or whatever. So I just have always just had a bad experience. Uh, so I've always done things like 
just going to do a basic physical and I've done it at clinics or whatever, just because, oh, okay. um, but you know, obviously the last trying couple, to avoid the insurance or what? No, nah, just, just because, um, you know, gratefully I, 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 I haven't been in situations where I have been that sick, um, or have had many, um, uh, health issues besides the hereditary stuff like cholesterol. Okay, um, I got you. I get what you're saying. And you know, most 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 black people, we we predispose to the diabetes. I'm a pre-diabetic or whatever, so we really? all know. Yeah, we I, we we all know. You oh, know, you gotta be careful then. Well, real. I mean, but then again, you know, a lot of most people are probably more pre-diabetic than they realize, um, because yeah. and, and and everybody's perspective. I'm on pre-diabetic too. Perspective on uh, what is high numbers and what it right it's, it's it's all different so you may have some guy that's just like oh man your your your, your a1c is 6.1 to where some people may feel like <laughs> nigga that's that's pre-diabetic right. but you don't get into like the real diabetic until you get into the sevens and eights and stuff oh, like yeah, that yeah yeah and so they're trying to get you to um you know to to take uh, this serious and they keep right. saying it and so a lot of times people get themselves caught into like getting into medicine and it's you know it's, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of trying not to get on medicine um, just because I feel like sometimes it has a negative I adverse agree. effect my mom in particular she you know is pre-diabetic and she started going to the doctor and the, den- the doctor was like you know, we want to try to get your levels down, put her on medicine. And then it was like, oh, it came down, but not what we wanted to be. And then it was like, mm-hmm. it seemed like it started to get worse and worse and worse. And then all of a sudden, effects. then all of a sudden they were like, oh, we got to put you on insulin. And then now she didn't lost 45 pounds. And it's like, exactly. now you're dependent on the insulin when it's like, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I just think that sometimes doctors kind of play kind of misdiagnose those situations absolutely um so i've always been extremely skeptical not about not knowing my numbers or my status right um but i just know that a lot of times you know to your point you know in your body or whatever you know when something Mm -hmm. is really going on but it's just those things like uh, prostate cancer and you know the the things that you know they say the silent killer is the blood pressure thing you know so yeah yeah, so so there's things that that go on that you don't know what's going on so um, but I will say that like, you know, um, I, I, if anybody knows me, they know that I'm a very, um, I'm a very structured person. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to how I work in my, uh, in my professional career, um, I have always been very big on needing structure and being very dependent on what a job provides for me. And I believe that the one time that that was taken away from me, which was for me, my testimony, which always makes me forever grateful for where I am is I remember I've been laid off like three, four times from, from, from jobs before. Okay. And every time I get laid off, I don't know what is going to happen and how I'm going to overcome those circumstances. Okay. But even in the midst of those particular situations, when I don't know how my next check is going to come or how I was going to be able to still pay these bills. God still always finds a way to take care of me. And so for me, um, when we talked about my help comes from the Lord as my um, associate producer and director is over here um, <laughs> giving, me, <laughs> giving me notes. That is, that is not what that in, was. In my, I just was in my head. Um, no, I, I just, funny. I just think that, you know, when we talk about like, you know, God is not going to put more on you than you than you can handle or h- however the scripture goes. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, for me, I know God knows my heart and he knows what I can and can't handle. Right. And, um, you know, but I, I, I would just say more so for, more so than anything, man, like, you know, 
I appreciate you guys being vulnerable and sharing your story because to your point, you know, black men, we don't go to the doctor, not because we don't want to go to the doctor, but we just don't want to know what's going on because we don't want to deal with the mental aspect of it. Right. Let me let me ask you this. So like I was saying before, as far as uh, when John was on and when I was talking towards the end of um, me telling my experience right with the whole hernia surgery, are you are you familiar um, with who your physician is? Do you have a primary care provider? Currently, I don't have a primary care provider, not because I don't want one, but just because um, <laughs> I guess I'm in the, I'm, 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 I'm looking for one right now. So let um, me, it does, is that provided in your insurance? Yeah. It's just is a it, matter of me just trying to find a new, uh, just to find a new doctor. Okay. Um, but again, you know, it, the, the problem is, is what, what kind of set me back is the pandemic because, you gotcha. know, that's understandable. The, the pandemic kind of set everybody, set everybody back. back you know and then it's like you, you, you trying to find someone in network. I've moved since the end of pandemic. And so it's like trying to find somebody else and oh, then yeah. life just kind of gets caught, you know, and you just kind of just lose sight of that stuff. So yeah. that's something that, um, that I'm working on trying to, 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 to trying to address. But, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure that at some point I'm going to be reminded of this conversation and um probably by your wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do. But so. but but again they they're there to like I said before make us better men. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. Um, on a previous show. But um this is what I will say though. Definitely do it so that way you can go ahead and get assigned a particular provider and a physician. That way you can be on the first name basis with them or at least just have their number. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that in the event that anything was to happen, you would have a direct number for somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll go a step further to say, um, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you're paying for it. So why not get the service? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because at the end, because like I said, if it's coming out of your check, get the most of your money. Like you gotta use it. If it's a, if it's an asset, if it's a benefit, man, use it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm working you know. on it, man. So I mean, I appreciate y'all sharing, man. And uh, you know, I mean, I do, you know, a lot of other things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when it comes to that, I mean, and I had a good, I had a good, um momentum going it's just the pandemic just kind of slowed everything down and it was just like damn now i gotta do this all over again Mm -hmm. so um i'm definitely trying to work on things man so don't beat me up too bad oh no no not at all not at all but that's and that's and see that's the thing that's what this that's what this is all about iron sharpens iron and we make each other better Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like who would i what type of friend would i be for me to know that you're not that guy you know what I'm saying, currently, but not be willing and um, trying to push you into doing and being better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it would be wrong of me to be doing what I need to do and knowing that you could, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like, like we were talking about how wives and girlfriends will, you know what I'm saying, be able to push you into doing things that you know you need to do. Mm-hmm. It's the same same thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Good good friends gonna tell you when you wrong. Now, granted, you probably only want to hear when you right, but they're gonna tell you good friends, they're gonna tell you when you're wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they also gonna tell you when you need to do better. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? But those are good friends. Um, so if you got friends and they only seem like yes men, they only there when things are good, you might want to check the weather. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You might want to test them a little bit, see if they still going to be there when, when things get a little rough. Yeah. It ain't necessarily got to be rough, but just make, make make them think that's what it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And see if they still ride ride with you and rock with you the same way. You know what I'm saying? It's it's funny. Um, it's great when you call, reach out to friends and be like, hey, let's go celebrate this. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. And they pull up, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as you say, let's go, let's go, um, let's go discuss this business plan. Let's go, um, let's go to the gym. Let's let's start working out. Let's start doing this. Uh no, nah, they they gonna tell you they got some things to do. To do. You know what I'm right. saying? And you know, uh, that's when you find out is that a real friend or not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Well, I appreciate you getting on my ass. Oh no no no, you you good? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Um, so, uh, let's get ready to get to black on black on black. Let's go. Um, you want to do one or two or what you, you want to do? You want to go first or you want me to yeah, go Yeah, I'll go. Um, so, uh, I, I want to talk about, um, we all got this sweet, we all got them sweet tooths. Oh yeah, um, definitely. You ever heard of cami cakes? I have. Cupcakes? I have. And they are amazing. <laughs> so cami cake, uh, uh, cupcakes they create happiness one cupcake at a time mm-hmm. um, I think there was initially um, established in 2006 in Jacksonville Florida but they are actually headquartered in Atlanta mm-hmm. um, so you can check out their Instagram Cami Cake C-A-M-I K-A-K oh shit C-A-M-I C-A-K-E-S Cami Cakes um, they specialize in yummy gourmet cupcakes to enjoy daily for birthdays, weddings, showers, and many other special celebrations. Um, they pride themselves on coming up with unique alternatives to boring old standard. Wouldn't it be more interesting to do a whimsical milk and cupcake bar at your at your next meeting instead of traditional cookies or donuts? We use the freshest ingredients to create cupcake to create cupcakes and our delectable smooth styles. That's cami cakes. <laughs> All right. Um, and then um, real quickly, I'm going to talk to you about um, Morelli's Ice Cream. Okay. Morelli's Ice Cream is established in 2008. It's Atlanta's best homemade ice cream, shakes, sundaes, and ice cream cakes. Um, you can follow them on Instagram at, at Morelli's Ice Cream. Um, and uh, check them out if you for all you ice cream heads out there um, it's located in the Virginia Highland area uh, go check them out uh, for you lactose intolerant folks um, stay the hell away from them um, <laughs> but if you fuck with ice cream go check them out that's what's up that's what's up uh, this is gonna be funny because I'm <laughs> I mean, I'm I be all over the place with mine. I know you normally you you normally local, but and I'm usually trying to give your folks a way of doing stuff wherever they at, because we never know where our listeners might be. But and I usually don't have a story behind mine either. I yeah, just yeah, get, it's all good. You just get right to it. I'm, I'm, I get your point. Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> if if they if the folks know anything, they know that I'm the storytelling ass nigga already. So it is what it is. But uh, so my 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 black on black my number one today is gonna be black, and that's B L K. It's a dating app. 
<laughs> by black folk for Bruh. black folk. Man, listen, I was on Facebook and I was scrolling the other day, and out of nowhere, I get this app. And it's it was like a, a promotion, like it's like it's suggested. And I'm like, okay, why is it suggesting me? I know I'm black, but I'm like, I'm good. I'm already on Facebook dating, you know what I'm saying? And I'm on Bumble and I'm on Tinder too. It is what it is. Hey, but I was like, you know what? Why can't I support my black owned businesses? I said, you know what? I'm gonna support black owned. So I went ahead and I downloaded the app and I created me a profile and voila. Now I'm supporting black owned black dating app. So uh, black is BLK If you're in your um, app store Type in BLK um, app And black is basically Where black love thrives Our app is more than just dating It's a lifestyle Join our community and celebrate the beauty of black culture Hashtag black love Look, match, and chat And it's it's a pretty dope app Like I actually like it better Than Um Tinder, I, I like it better than Bumble, um, and I definitely like it better than Facebook dating. Uh, the 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 way that it's interactive, it actually took a little bit. Um, I, I was experiencing some glitches or whatnot um, initially when I had because I I guess I was it, it was just because I had created the um, I just created my profile, so it was a little um it was i was having some some lags you know what i'm saying some glitches but uh you know i logged out waited a while went back in and i was good um i like the way this in, it interacts you know what i'm saying it, it's 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 so much more user friendly and it's more so geared to uh exactly what you're looking for you know what i'm saying like um you know the what, what you call it the the different criteria the search criteria it gears it towards specifically what you're looking for um now initially when you're just scrolling or whatever it's going to be like a person in their pictures and give you a distance of where they are mm-hmm. located to you now once you match that's when you know it opens up the conversation or whatnot and you can message them they can message you so forth so on okay um so which is the other apps are geared that way too only difference is it has a lot of other options for you to interact with people so there's like i'll give you an example like you know how you can go live on instagram mm-hmm. you can somebody can be live on the actual app and so you can be on their live and you can see them you can interact with them mm-hmm. or whatnot you can like them mm-hmm. you can um join in if you want to join in and you can date them and it's like a virtual dating situation mm-hmm. like it's really dope i've never seen that before um and it's in real time like right there you know what i'm saying so um i thought that was pretty dope um and then uh just like the what's the word I want to use? I mean, it's just it's just a real. I, I just like it better, and and it's by us for it's for us by us. And mm-hmm. why not, right? Why not? Why not? Uh, so number two, number two is going to be. Give me just a few seconds here. It is called Royal Exclusive Detailing. Um, the owner is Demario Tilly. You can reach out to him. Um, his phone number is uh, give me a second here. Phone number is four seven zero five five three six six two three, 
and you can book an appointment or a consultation. Um, I'm gonna tell you about this this guy, man. He, um, I, I met him through a coworker. Um, the guy is very extre- extremely professional. Um, he's been doing this for, man. I I want to say like, I want to say it's like five or seven years or so, and this whole time like he's been doing his thing like he does like the extreme detailing so like he'll do the shampoo your seats and your, your floorboard all of that he get up in the, in the headrest like the the um the what is it what do they call it the headliner mm-hmm. he do the headliner all of that um he does paint correction hmm. um he does the uh he even does the uh are you familiar with like them taking the ions out of your paint yeah and so like and so like when you whenever like if you was to actually look at somebody's car and they've had the ions taken out of the paint what happens is it almost gives you like a mirror effect right Mm -hmm. you can actually see yourself like you can see yourself in any car Mm -hmm. but i mean like clear enough to you could brush your teeth you know what i'm saying oh wow like he, he gets into it like that good and he waxes like he does literally everything like he he even he got some contracts with some celebrities he got a shop like i'm telling you he do mclarens he do lamborghinis ferraris like the guy really does this Mm. you know what i'm saying and you know it's real when they can say hey man i haven't always been good at what i do i've messed up some cars before but guess what the insurance paid for it so you know if the insurance company is covering some things, you know what I'm saying, you really don't have anything to worry about. Oh, for you sure. You know, let this guy give give this guy a chance, let him, you know what I'm saying, get you right. And I promise you you won't be disappointed. Like he's done I um I don't know if you remember this, but I had a Camaro. You know what I'm saying? I'm I drive an Acura now, but um I had a Camaro twenty sixteen, um man, turbo dude got the turbo in it, all of that. And he used to, he came and hooked me up all the way. I'm talking about had my had blue looking real nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you know, I had reached out to him uh, not too long ago, and I was like, you know what? Let me let me shout you out, bro, because you know what I'm saying. We we support black owned, and I, I, let me make sure you get your just do. So yeah, he um I got him scheduled for Friday, basically. And um man, the guy the truth, man. Like I said, Demario Tilly, I'll reach out to him, and that's Royal Exclusive Detailing. Cannot go wrong. He has a um. He has an Instagram. It's called Demario Tilly. That's D E M A R I O T I L L E Y on Instagram. You can look at the cars that he's done. Got the videos on there. I promise you, you're gonna see something you like, and you're gonna be like, "Well, you know what? I'm thinking I'm gonna get my car on there too." So <laughs> you might as well. So you know, shout out to my boy. Keep doing your thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? I see you. Um. So yeah, y'all. That's black on black. That's black on black, and uh, we are black people as well. So um, y'all like, <laughs> subscribe, <laughs> rate, do all that, do all, all that. that. <laughs> hey man, this is a very different type of show, man, and I appreciate it. Like I said, appreciate the time that you took to to, to, to come up with the idea, man. And um, I think every now and then it's kind of cool to actually change up things a little bit. Um, you know, we gonna be who we gonna be, but I definitely think that this was kind of different, um, and I definitely it. think it was necessary. So definitely, uh, definitely, um, we here for the people, man. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? We 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 like having 
thought-provoking conversations. You know what I'm saying? If it's not going to make you better, if it's not going to put a smile on your face, if it's not going to make you make a memory, what's the point? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. this dub and this C. And you have officially been refreshed. refreshed.